Life comes at you fast, and so does crypto. It seems like just yesterday that Travis and I discussed creating a podcast to help regular folks like us understand the emerging blockchain world. And in the blink of an eye, five years have passed. We're incredibly grateful for the fantastic audience and community that's been created in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Going down the rabbit hole has been educational for us, and we hope for you as well. Needless to say, we've learned quite a bit about the technology we cover, the people in the space, investing, Web3, and so much more. Today, we share our thoughts on some of the things we've learned on this journey so far. I think you'll discover that five years in, and we're still bad. It's literally baked into the title of the show on episode number 623 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? to you and hello to each and every one of you out in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia who've been listening to us for five years. Some people have been listening. We've had we've met so many people at different events and says, wow, I think I started listening to you guys like one of the very first episodes and like, wow. And like, but, 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 you know, we've, we, we stopped listening, but I mean, I, we used to listen. So if we had like, <laughs> we combined all the people who used to listen and still listen, Probably not as many. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Yay, let there be celebration and confetti and rainbows and unicorn farts because that's what we do here. So uh, it has been quite a journey. And uh, we're going to talk about today on this episode some of the things that we have learned on this journey because it's been a learning experience for us you know we we didn't know what we were doing when we got into this thing we just knew we were fascinated by crypto and uh, we were bad i guess you could say we're not as bad now as we were because we've actually learned a thing or two and uh, and we're going to talk about that Uh, but first a few reminders in order to celebrate with all of you we are hosting a fifth anniversary twitter space on Saturday, uh, June 23rd at five o'clock Eastern. What do we know about that, Trev? Yeah, that is, um, well, what do we know about it? It's a Twitter space. If you don't know what a Twitter space is, it's like a clubhouse room. If you don't know what that was, then it was kind of like a blab. But if you don't know what that was, it's basically just a community area and we're gonna have words. It's almost like a live radio show where we can call up and bring up other speakers onto it so it's not just going to be myself and joel probably aaron maybe lisa will probably be in there as well uh, our team and uh, then we'll probably have some people come on we'd love to have some other people who have maybe been on the show before and uh, it's actually going to be july 23rd not june 23rd. oh sorry yep i that was a typo i'm i'm talking to you from the past now Uh, yep saturday july 23rd five o'clock and what you want to do is make sure you're following our twitter which is at bad crypto pod not at bad crypto because the the hacks at twitter suspended our original account which had a crap ton more followers for illegitimate reasons because that's what they do at twitter um so at bad crypto pod is our second account and that's where we tweet from and that's where you can go there now and i believe you'll see a pinned post and just say click set reminder 
on the box there. It'll be really clear so that you don't miss this because you're going to have a chance to come up and we are going to be um, uh, minting during that spaces the first set of collectibles from the Bad Crypto Nifty Club. And if you have not yet minted your membership card, you want to do that now. It costs about three bucks in Ethereum, and we're charging a nominal amount just to keep the bots away. So go to badcrypto.uncut.fm, badcrypto.uncut.fm, and you'll see the membership card. It's very cool. You'll be proud to have one. You'll want to mint one of these because during the spaces, we are going to make a very limited number of classic clips from our very first interview with the one and only John McAfee video clips. There's seven of them and they will be available during the spaces. And you're going to want to hustle to get those because they are indeed classic. They are indeed classic. They're actually never been seen before because we never published that original video. Mm -hmm. So you get a take a look at that that's really cool and um we're also going to have a party at the travilla my crib uh at uh in puerto rico so if you are in puerto rico or planning to come to puerto rico um i don't know how many slots we have available but you can go to you can go check it out at badco.in forward slash potty potty and there will be that link will work it doesn't work yet well just just one party it's not party party it's just badco.in forward slash party (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but and we will have a party party. We will have party party, yeah. Uh, and it'll take you to an event, bright. There's no fee to uh, join us at the party. You just need a ticket and a reservation. And uh, we'll be providing some information on, you know, where you might want to stay uh, if you're coming, if you're flying in, uh, if you're just, if you're already on the island and you're coming, then you don't need to worry about that because you could stay at your own place in your own bed, and uh, and that won't be an issue. But- we will not be inviting Jennifer because Jennifer is a party pooper. She likes to poop at the parties. So all of the links to uh, these things, the Twitter space, the party, the Bad Crypto Nifty Club in the show notes at badco.in forward slash six, two, three. What have we learned these past five years? Let's find out. You have learned nothing. You have learned absolutely nothing these five years. You are idiots. You are bad. No, that's not true. It's true that maybe someday you will open up your brains and learn the things. You know, when I finally understood what Bitcoin mining was, my mind was just on fire. I was like, oh my gosh, this uh, blockchain thing, it just reminds me of when I first discovered the World Wide Web and built my first website in 1995. And that's why I went all in uh, alongside you. We started the show and we were the first show to really come out and say, hey, we're not experts in this. We don't know a whole lot. We're learning and we want to learn and bring you with us on this journey. And so we have learned. Uh, so, So the question is, what have we learned in these five years? Trev, I'll let you go first. What, uh, what's the first thing you want to talk about? Well, I learned that, you know, well, I learned this, I think, really early on is that it takes a long time for people to truly grasp crypto, right? So when I first got involved in 2010 and uh, I mined the Bitcoin and lost the Bitcoin and all that whole shenanigans, 
and then talking to my friends who were some of the smartest people who I knew still didn't get crypto. They didn't think it was valuable. You know, the, I remember in, you know, when Bitcoin hit a thousand, twelve hundred bucks or whatever it was in 2012 or 2013. And they were, they were like, see, it's dead. And then it went back down like a hundred bucks or something. It's dead. See, I mean, it was just, it was a fad. And it was like, the smartest people who I knew, I would have conversations, looking them dead in the eyes, asking them, talking about crypto, none of them got it. And uh, I think it's still, it's taken people a really long time to really understand, you know, because here we are, you know, Bitcoin, uh, Satoshi's white paper came out in, in uh, you know, Halloween 2008. And here we are in 2022, you know, 14 years later, I think this will be, what well, this will be yeah, 14, 15 years. And um, going on that, and it's just crazy to sort of think about that people still don't get it. But everybody has a smartphone in their hands for the most part now, right? Mm -hmm. Why do I need to go to a bank? Why do I need to do spend X amount of money to do a wire, and then it take a week to get there? I'm like, it's, it, there's it, there's so many inefficiencies within money, and I just you know it's like I think I've always known this, but it's like wow, it takes a while for people to get it, but once they get it they get it. Very rarely will somebody get it, get crypto and understand fiat currency and why that's inherently evil with central banks. Very rarely will somebody get it and then go back and go, ah, eh, screw crypto. Once you get crypto, you're pretty much in, even though, you know, crypto goes up, crypto goes down, but this is a long haul. This is not a sprint. And a lot of people get sort of caught up in that sprint aspect of it, where it's like, all right, here we're in a bull run, boom. Oh, well now it's gone down. Well, Bitcoin right now is at $23,000. When we started the show, Bitcoin was not even $2,000. So, I mean, it's 10X from where we, where we were. And it, but it's gone down from almost 70,000. It's that, like, yeah, but it's all perspective, zoom out. And when, when you get it, you get it. And I'm glad that a lot of our, we've helped a lot of people. I've learned that we've helped a lot of people get it, Joel. Yeah, and that's it's very rewarding. There's no question about it. And, you know, this leads to, um, to my first thought, and this kind of goes back to a philosophy that I've had across all of my entrepreneurial efforts, because again, I've been doing this now for 27 years. Crypto has just been the last five, but before this, you know, it's been marketing, uh, affiliate marketing, social media marketing, internet marketing, blogging, videos, live video marketing, speaking, uh, you know, podcasting, it, it, all of these things. For me, I've discovered that when I'm curious, it leads to opportunity. And when we started this podcast, we didn't, we weren't like, oh my gosh, we're going to start this show and we're going to have thousands and thousands of people listen to us. And in five years, there's going to be over 10 million downloads. And we're going to be asked to be advisors with some of the biggest, you know, web three gaming companies. And we didn't, we didn't know that was going to happen. We just knew that we were fascinated with the space and we wanted to talk about it. We wanted to be immersed in it. And then once we started getting an audience, we were like, you know what? I think people might pay us to uh, to be featured on the show or to be part of their project. And then, of course, we discovered that we were not just content creators, but we actually created um, you know, NFTs and made our own original IP that has been very successful. So curiosity always leads to opportunity. What you do with that opportunity is then up to you. You know, that's a good point is that I remember we had this conversation, Joel, and I said, look, 
whenever we decided to do bad crypto, uh, and I was thinking, I was like, you know, we're pretty influential in social media marketing right now. And I think there was a list that had just come out where like you were in the top 10 or something and the top 12. I don't remember what your number was. I, mean, I was five, number five. 14 and a half. Number 14. Okay. And, a half. and then I was in the top 100, like in the 80s or something. And I was like, I, I bet it will take us about six months to convert our influence within you know, social media marketing into crypto. I don't think it will take us that long. My, my original thought was, was like, because I had just finished writing my book, Digital Sense, and it was all about social business strategies, marketing technologies, customer experience, and these emerging techs that are coming out. And then through the research in the book, I really, you know, revisited blockchain and I said, you know, they are creating value and money out of algorithms and code. And these are engineers who don't understand marketing. It's like, they're making money from code over here. And I think that's a probably a pretty good space to be in. And in hindsight, it's, it's proven extremely accurate. And I mean, and since we started the show, very rarely will I ever receive payment from anything that I'm doing in anything other than a crypto. Mm -hmm. Like the only time I get paid something other than a crypto is when I'm doing a speaking engagement somewhere and they send me a check. Hmm. Like it's only time, everything else getting paid in crypto. You know what I mean? Like I would have never thought that. I would have never have thought that by doing this show, the way that I transact on a daily basis for the most part would change and it has tremendously. Um, so that was pretty wild, but you're right. Curiosity leads to opportunity. And, you know, we're pretty smart in marketing and we joined into a world full of engineers and people who don't understand marketing at all. That's a good place to be. Yeah. So um, here's another thing that I've picked up on. And I think you would agree with this, that uh, as an investor in crypto, you know, the markets go up and the markets go down. What goes up must come down and what goes down must go up. Over time, the crypto markets have gone up. I mean, you could just follow the line. If you take away you know, the times that it's gone down and then back up again, over time, it goes up, just like the U.S. stock market continues to increase in value. And, but not taking some profits on the way up uh, can really hurt. And so I, I learned a little bit in the bull run of 2017 there was so much euphoria we were new to this and and i took a little bit of money off the table but it really hurt when uh when the bear market hit and crypto crashed i thought i'd learned my lesson for the last bull run but i got caught up in it again i i learned i'd say i learned about 20 percent of the lesson so i did manage to take more money off the table um but it it was it's still painful uh, but, you know, I, it's always, it's never a bad idea to take profits is my non-financial advice, financial advice. Well, I would say that, you know, having the inside baseball on it, I think you did way better this time than last time, um, you know, and so I think you're probably being a little hard on yourself on that, where it's like, I was taking that advice and then all of a sudden I aped into another couple of coins. I was like, Oh man, this is going to be great. And then they like, Oh yeah, I shouldn't, I should have kept that in UST like I was planning on doing, but no, Travis had to ape into this. Yeah. Actually it was, it was when I was like, Oh wait, Snoop Dogg is dropping some music on Gala. Oh shit. Gala is going to take off now. Nope. It went down. And um, that's just the nature of the game. You know, you don't really know. It's like, even though there's great projects out here, I still look at some of these projects and I say, hmm, 
is this really worth $15 billion right now? Like, really? Like, a lot of these projects are so overvalued, I think, in certain cases, because the community is just like, oh, my God, to the moon. And it's like, no, they're not really worth this much. Like, how, how are they worth this much, right, in some cases, right? So I look at that. So, yeah, I think it's always a good idea to take profits. I mean, last time... My cryptos went up and I didn't take out anything. And then my cryptos went all the way down. And it was just like, ah, this time I took out enough to to, uh, to buy a home in Puerto Rico and move and uh, change that and um, have a different have a different space that I live in. People always go, what? You moved to Puerto Rico? Why? Well, it's a good reason. There's good reasons to live in Puerto Rico. Yeah. You know? Yep. There's definitely. Like 82 degrees every day. That's one. Yep. Well, and, uh, and uh, Act sixty, group? not not having oh, yeah, to. That's uh, that one. Yeah, that's the, yeah, that's yeah, that that might be a good one too. Not paying uh, legally, um, not paying taxes on your your crypto gains is also really nice. Right. Not not, not upset about that at all. Uh, I've also well, learned. You know, and I think a lot of, I, we've received a lot of messages from people who are like, "Man, you know what? I'm looking at doing this myself." And there have been some. You know, I've I've ran into yeah, handful of people at um, Crypto Mondays in San Juan, where they said, you know, we listen to you guys. And the reason we're here in Puerto Rico is because of you. And, you know, that's just so weird to me, though, to think about that, the butterfly effect of somebody saying, wow, this crypto seems interesting. I want to I'm going to find a podcast. Then they find bad crypto and then they listen to us. And then, you know, they on their own decide to invest or not to invest. And they end up. So it's like, the butterfly effect of us being a part of people's, you know, choices and then helping them financially. I just, I love that. Like, that's really my favorite part in all of this is like, you know, helping out others on their journey. Like you're doing it on your own. You're tuning in, you're listening, you're doing the work. We say the words, but you've acted on things. We, again, you know, you know, listen to our show. We don't say go buy this token, go buy that token. Um, we, we never will, but we will say, oh, hey, we're working with these guys because we think they're doing some good stuff. And on a lot of those projects that we've been working on, I mentioned that if people had invested in those at the right time, you know, they they could be financially free. And we've talked to a lot of people who come up to us at these events and say, man, we made decisions for my family based on some of the things that we've learned from you guys and wow thank you and i i just absolutely love that i like when i when people tell us that uh, they made money on our nfts you know they got into blockchain heroes and and collected and flipped and that that's always fun uh but i'll tell you what we've also learned that there is a lot that is too good to be true in the crypto space and we saw this during the ico season you know we had our crypto our ico spotlight episodes of the show where we brought projects on that we we attempted to vet as best we could but as you know a lot of icos they went down the tube some of them succeeded and are around um, and then there was this concept of rebasing which was basically DeFi on steroids that people who got in early to uh, some of these uh, coins what were they called trev time like wonderland was one of them time was time is one and then like olympus is another olympus one now. yeah you people- um there was a few other jade something mm-hmm. there was a few other ones i know that we, i played around with some i made a little bit on and then lost a whole lot on a couple other ones like yeah good luck. 
because the interest rates were just insane. And it's kind of a reflection of, you know, the DeFi space in general, that it was not sustainable to make those kinds of earnings, basically creating money out of thin air. So, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And this is why you yeah. really got to be careful uh, with your money. And one of the things that we said on the show again and again is never invest more than you can afford to lose. Imagine that you are taking a pile of money, putting it on the table in front of you and lighting it on fire. Would you still be okay? That's the question you have to ask yourself before you get into risky crypto assets. Risky crypto assets. Kind of words that we're at. Yeah. And then speaking of that risky, you know, the amount of scammers that are in the space is just so, there's so many. Mm. And, you know, and I think, I think some of it, I think a lot of people maybe, and I don't know, this is all speculation, but I know some of the stuff launching some of these projects are hard, right? I know I've encountered, I've had some ideas. It's like, man, I'd really like to do this. And then you get into the technical aspects of it and you're like, no, that's really hard to do. I don't know that we can actually do that, especially on the resources that we have available. Um, and so I know that personally, it's I've looked at doing a couple things. It's like, no, you really can't do those effectively, or it's going to cost a lot to do that. And it's like, well, then you got to make sure that all these, so, so you got to make sure that all these other things are all squared away and your code is secure and audited. And, it, and it, it takes a lot of money to actually launch some things really effectively in this space. And so I think some people are not out to scam, but their project just doesn't go the way they like. But I think there are a ton of fucking scammers out there. As you know, if you've ever sent out a tweet, you know, to Elon Musk, next thing you know, you got 400 different fake Elon Musk mm -hmm. telling you he's going to give you some free Bitcoin. Like those people are the shittiest people. The entrepreneurs that are trying to do stuff and it just doesn't work or they're not able to do it. That's, that's business, right? 90 plus percent of all businesses fail. And so I think a lot of times they're called scammers, but they're not necessarily, they're just trying to execute, maybe weren't able to do so. But there's that percentage of them that are just really bad people that are actually actively trying to scam people. Those are the people who need to die in a fire. Yeah. After, it's, eating, the, after eating a bag of dicks. For, first of all, you know, the world economy is challenging and there are some desperate people. Right. And that's not an excuse to, you know, do criminal activity and steal from others. Um, and then they're just dirt bags, people with no moral compass. And you see their scams on Telegram and on on Discord and on Twitter. And the, it's just the way of the world. There's people out there that are just bad people. And, and I don't want to say they're people who do bad things. They're good people who do bad. Things. No, they're bad people. And if you're stealing from somebody else or trying to find a way to make somebody else's life more difficult, harm or hurt them, you're just a bad person. And uh, I hope there's rehabilitation for you because having the money is not going to make you happy. Uh, so you got to be really careful. I can't tell you. It seems like every week I see a tweet, somebody saying, uh, I had my ape or my moonbird or something stolen from my wallet. Here's how it happened. And they break it down. And you know what it is? It's always they got fished. I fell for a phishing scam on Discord. I fell for a phishing scam on Twitter or, you know, somebody social engineered me and I thought they were real. So look, the bottom line is for the TLDR on it is don't trust any DMs from people. And that's going to that's going to cut out most of the scams. Don't trust when somebody DMs you with any kind of offer.
unless you actually know that person and can verify and validate that it is that person you think you know. Yeah, and then a lot of times, I mean, I don't know how many scams have popped up where people are trying to scam my followers like on Instagram or on Twitter where they'll create a fake version of my account, right? And and so it's really easy on Instagram, allegedly, to just copy every single one of your photos and then re-upload them and then somehow get a shitload of followers. And then, you know, basically they make that thing look just like yours. Like here's to your profile picture, your bio, they grab every one of your photos and then they end up having, in some cases, more followers than you do. And it looks like a real one. And instead of TW, it might be TW. And you're just like, wait a second, is this the real Travis or not? And it's like, I, I'll never message you about opportunities on crypto via DM. So don't ever trust that, right? Always verify if somebody, you know, if you're in crypto and you're following people on crypto and you get a message from somebody who you're following in crypto and they're messaging you about something, they're probably not the real one. And you can check that by going and looking on their profile and then scroll down and you're going to see that their earliest photo was uploaded like three days ago. Right. So you got to just be smart and diligent about things to pay attention. And uh, it's hard. It's, it's literally, we're, it's still in the kind of, we're in the late pioneer phase, early adopter phase. Right. And so it's like, there's, it's still wild west out here. I mean, there's no regulations in this stuff. Right. So you got to really be careful and got to be cautious and you got to be smart about it. You know, even as you said that, I'm like, you know, I haven't looked on Twitter in a while to see if there's any scammers. Sure enough, I type my name. There's uh, there's one, two, three, four fake accounts that are pretending to be me using my pictures, using my name. Uh, and that's that's what these people do. They're just we even got a couple on you even got a couple on LinkedIn. Yeah, they're out there. It's it's bad. So just be careful, folks. And by the way, I'll report them on Twitter and then they come back and they're like, we don't see how this violates anything. I'm like, what kind of idiots do you have working there that you can't plainly see my pictures and my name taken from my verified account? I, I just I, I don't get it. Uh, just it, it makes absolutely no sense to me. They here's are one on, here's one on LinkedIn. It, the first name is Joel Kong. Uh, J-O-E-L-C-O-M-M, Khan, K-A-N, and it's a picture of you wearing your pizza mask. Nice. So if you guys ever see those, just report them. My, my accounts are verified with the exception of one account on Twitter that is not verified that I call a uh, real Joel Khan. That actually is me. And I post about it on my, uh, uh, my verified account to let people know why I created it. Uh, but for you know, all intents and purposes, the stuff is super fake and uh, and you got to be careful there's a lot of people out there that want to take your money the good news is as travis says is i've learned that we are really early and things are moving slower than i thought they would move um it, I, I guess i thought things in the crypto world would accelerate a little bit more than previous technologies because the rate of technology has accelerated um, web3 is here to stay but we are definitely still early in the space. And I look at um, crypto as having three levels of OG to it. So this is just, this is OG according to Joel. And you could tell me if you uh -huh. agree or disagree. OG Joel. I feel like the, the original OGs of crypto, Bitcoin, were those that got in up to like 2015. 
I feel mm-hmm. like the second wave of OGs are those who who got in up to like early 2018 before the bear market hit, so which would be us. The third phase are those who got in up until this bear market. Ten years from now, if you just if you got in in 2021, uh, 2020, early 2022, <clears throat> ten years from now, people will be like, "Wow, you were early." Right. Okay. But yeah. so that's what I call third level OGs. So wait a second. So we, uh, we're OG 2.0. Yeah, we're OG 2. We're not. I mean, when people call us OGs, I'm always like, mm, there was okay. th- there was people that were there before. So we're OG ish. Well, I would say I, you know, I mined Bitcoin in 2010. That's pretty OG. Oh, yeah. You're 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 OG or. But I lost it. And so but then it's like and then I bought some more in 2015. And so it's like, I'm, I think I'm OG, but it's, it, it's a sad story of my OG-ness. You're, you're like a OG 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice little girlish giggle you made. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, what what um, else have you learned, Sir Lord Travis? I've learned that we end every episode with stay back. But we're not done yet. Ended- right there so done so that means you have nothing else to say i have one more thing i want to no i do i mean i see what's i see the notes on the list and it's like you know a lot of people are are clamoring for regulations and they want the governments they want big daddy government to come in and save them that's not really big government's never going to come in and save you like our best interest that our best interests are not the government's best interest typically and as we move forward in this world, we see more of a merger between big corporations and large government organizations and large transnational government organizations like the World Economic Forum and the UN working together and doing things and having agendas that they're setting place. And none of them are elected officials of ours. They don't, they don't, they're not looking out for our best interest. They're looking out for their best interest and their shareholders and stakeholders and people they're working with's best interest. And so it's a really crazy time. We've also learned that a lot of people who like crypto, you know, um, there may be, you know, who even listen to a show a lot of times, like we get comments and stuff on there, like, yeah, guys, are politics, and you guys are saying, like, Travis rants, and blah, blah, blah. it's like, but it's all part of it. The whole reason we're in crypto is to really kind of free ourselves from, you know, a lot of the authoritarian behavior. And if you've seen anything over these last couple of years, the world's pretty authoritarian. You just want granny to die. Stop it. You just want granny to die. Triple mask, Travis. I want granny to live forever. I don't want want get your monkey pox. And we're going to have climate lockdowns soon. You can't go outside. It's it's called donkey pox because of where it originates from. Who organized it? Seriously. But it's just a weird, it's a weird time and it's a weird space. And, you know, hopefully my thought, you know, when I got into crypto, uh, was that crypto could help save us from a lot of the bullshit that we have to deal with. And it comes with its own bullshit, right? We talked about it, the scammers in the space, things that are too good to be true, things that maybe don't necessarily work out as well. Maybe you didn't take your profits when you should have, or, you know, something happened or this, you didn't invest enough into that and you lost your ass on this, you lost your keys on this. It's a treacherous space. Nothing in life is easy. But this to me seems like, one of the very best ways to gain financial freedom for you and your family if you stay in it. And right now, people are going, oh, my God, crypto's down so much. Guess what? It's time to get more crypto because there's going to be another bull run. There normally always has been. Unless the whole world economic system crashes and everything tanks, crypto will go back up. Now, that there's a percentage chance that that could happen. 
right? So don't just put all your money into crypto. Maybe get yourself some gold and silver and maybe some 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 lead, if you know what I'm saying, um, because you're going to need food. Things are going crazy. We're living right now on last year's harvest. This year's harvest is looking pretty sparse because of all the crazy shit that's been going on with the supply chain and other things. So things could get really crazy before they get better. So you want to make sure you're protecting your family. You want to make sure that you're doing what's in the best interest. You want to plan for the future, but you also want to also be cognizant that things could go very awry and actually have some plans for that as well. It's a weird world that we're living in, Sir Lord Jokam. It is indeed. And uh, we're excited about it. And we are here for the long haul, gang. This is uh, we're not going away, even if you don't like Travis's rants. We're not going away. And hey, you know, for some people, we're not the show for them. That's fine. We're not going to give financial advice. We're not going to pump a coin. We're not going to tell you what to buy. We're not going to chart stuff. Um, And we're not going to stick to just talking about crypto and blockchain because it there are nuances and it does get into the political arena uh, and uh, where it does get into social issues right I've, i talked to um, a guy who wants to be on the show that's building an nft collection around climate change like this is the real world folks and so if you want to hear real talk that's why we're here and we're going to keep doing what we're doing uh looking forward to seeing what this next year brings and and travis i'll I'll announce now that uh in the five years we've done the show we've never really had a real break like we've taken a week off but we have consistently put out content for five years and for the first time coming um for about 30 days at mid-September to mid-October, we're going to take an actual break from recording new content. But mm-hmm. before you go like, oh, I'm going to miss you guys. I'm gonna, that'll be so sad not hearing you. What we're doing is we're curating best of bad crypto. We've been going through our episodes and going, oh, my gosh, this one was so good. And I'll bet you, you know, a lot of people might not have heard this one because this was from 2017 and this was from 2018. So we're going to have eight episodes that are going to be best of bad crypto. Um, Many of them you might not have heard before if you weren't listening to the show early on or if you've missed some episodes. They're all classics. And uh, so you'll still we'll still be in your ears um, delivering value bombs. How many songs have we done over the years? Like two or three, four songs. Yeah, we've done a few songs. Yeah, we did a few, a, f- a few. I mean, did uh, buy- do we have enough? Do we have, a, do we have enough for an album yet? Oh gosh, we no. We no. For an EP. Although I will tell you this: the um, the NFT set that we created for Blockchain Heroes Retro Rebellion has an original soundtrack of forty one songs, and they have been submitted um, as an album to iTunes and Spotify and iHeartRadio um, and Pandora and Amazon Music, and they should be coming out soon. So uh, it's a great um, synthwave techno electro uh, uh, soundtrack. And so pretty soon people will be able to stream that soundtrack from our NFT collection. Real songs. Who else has done that, though? Has anybody else done that? I don't know. I, a lot of gaming you know, companies have done that because they'll create some original soundtracks for games that then get released um, you know, on the streaming services. But I don't know if in the NFT space, the only other people who have done music are those that are music-centric. You know, our friend M. Blue 
you know, for example, and, and Yoshi Kondo, those guys are creating music. I don't know if they're putting it on the streaming services, though, or only yeah. NFTs. So it's going to be called Blockchain Heroes, Blockchain Heroes Retro Rebellion, right? Yeah. Yeah. By, right. by the, the fictional band in Retro Rebellion, O-Node. Uh, so it'll, it'll actually right. show up as them. Anyway, that's enough banter, Sir Lord Travis. I've enjoyed these five years, and I hope that we can uh, enjoy the next five as well. Yeah, and um, so let's, let's do the math on that. So if we're doing another five years, that means we're going to be going through another bull run. So we're going to go through this winter. We'll go through a bull run, and then we'll be going into another winter. So that's like another winter and a half in a, in a bull run. Buckle up, kids. It's a fun ride here on this crypto roller coaster. Uh, make sure that you are subscribed, follow, review. If you haven't had an opportunity yet, we love those five-star reviews. And we'll catch you on the next episode. All right, Travis, now you can finish the show. Right on. Yeah, I was just thinking, though, it's like July 18th, 2027. That would be a 10-year anniversary. Wow. It was like a long time ago. But think about how quick this five years just blew by it was like a blink of an eye it was so quick and the whole time we were able to stay bad who's bad the Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. You know, at the, at the end of the show, some people actually hear these, some people don't. But you know what's interesting is that through the five years, like how many fights have we actually had? Like, we're, I, you know, like grumpy times, maybe three, four? Maybe yeah. one a year. Yeah. I mean, there, there's sometimes it's, it's like any other partnership or a marriage of sorts, you know, that you have your rough spots and, you know, Travis doesn't show up or Travis isn't doing this or Travis won't shut up. It, it's usually you. It's, just, <laughs> it's like, fuck you. Fuck you. Okay. Let's do a show. <laughs> I love you, brother. Love you too, brother. Thank you so much for these five years. And thank you for, uh, all the laughs and all the good times. And the tears. <laughs> there goes my crypto. Fuck you. Fuck you. Stay back. <laughs> <laughs> you the bag of dicks. <laughs>